Good morning, 21st century world. This is Radio Richard Ireland coming to you from within the soundproofless studio of life itself. Earlier, I watched a bird on a chimney pot vigorously preening herself in the misty morning rain. Cleaning, tidying, grooming, smoothing, arranging. And then she stopped. And she stayed there, just standing in the misty rain. It has been a week now since I either permanently deleted or deactivated my Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest accounts. I had been thinking about it for quite some time and I have been on them for quite some time, for a few years. But I didn't feel happy, I felt confined and I don't like being confined. Now I'm at a good place, a place which I will tentatively refer to as post Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest. I'm now with radio, it's something I always wanted to do, and I will try and give it my best. But I'm not missing Facebook, Twitter or LinkedIn, Pinterest in the least in the slightest. I am free and I am in a good place now and I want to move forward. In a moment we'll be going visiting a country to learn about it, where it is, its people and its culture. And then we'll conclude with a poem. So I'm really delighted to be here and hope you're enjo you'll enjoy this short broadcast. This morning's uh, country destination is American Samoa. American Samoa is an unincorporated overseas territory of the United States and is located in the South Pacific Ocean. The territory shares maritime borders with Samoa, Tonga and the Cook Islands of New Zealand. It is the United States only territory south of the equator situated at about 4,000 kilometers southwest, southwest of Hawaii and east of the island of Samoa. It is very small 
It has an area of only 199 square kilometers, which makes it about three quarters the size of Malta, or slightly larger than Washington, D.C. There are about 60,000 people, maybe up to 64,000 people living in the islands, and the main town is Pago Pago, on the island of Tutilia. The languages spoken, the languages spoken are Samoan, which makes up 89%. This language is closely related to Hawaiian and other Polynesian languages. English is spoken by about 4% of the population and Tongan. In about 1000 BC, people think, Southeast Asian immigrants arrived in the Samoan Islands and from there they settled the rest of Polynesia. European contact began in the 1700s and this intent intensified with the arrival of English missionaries and traders in the 1830s. International rivalry, rivalries had been settled by the Treaty of Berlin in 1899 in which Germany and the United States divided the Samoan archipelago. The United States formally occupied its portion. Despite modern influences, Samoan people still hold firmly to Famosia, the traditional Samoan way, related to their language, their dress, their food, their customs, and even their property to the way they build their houses. American Samoa doesn't have any UNESCO cultural sites, heritage sites, but its scenery is beautiful and it has two national park and it has a national park which contains two forests and also a coral reef. And there is uh, the marine sanctuary which is a national marine sanctuary and this is nestled within the er eroded volcanic crater on the island of Tortilla. Any of you who are listening this morning who are from American Samoa, I send you a warm greeting and I have let, let you know I've enjoyed visiting your country and learning about it here. Um, and also a warm hello to anybody who is of Samoan ancestry. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about American Samoa, drop over to nationsonline.org or go and check out some American Samoa itself. The poem I've selected this morning comes from Thomas Hardy, and I'd like to tell you something a little about Thomas Hardy. Thomas Hardy was born in 1840 in Stensford, Dorset, in England. And he passed away in Dorchester, Dorset, England, in 1928, aged 87. He was an English novelist and poet, a Victorian realist in the tradition of George Eliot. He was influenced both in his novels and in his poetry by Romanticism, especially William Wordsworth. He was highly critical of much in Victorian society especially on the declining status of rural people in Britain, such as those from his native southwest England. 
While Hardy wrote, Hardy wrote poetry throughout his life and regarded himself primarily as a poet, his first collection was not published until 1898. Initially, therefore, he gained fame as the author of such novels as Far From the Maddening Crowd, The Mayor of Castor Bridge, Tess of the Durables, and Jude the Obscure. During his lifetime, Hardy's poetry was acclaimed by younger poets, particularly the Georgians, who viewed him as a mentor. After his death, his poems were lauded by Ezra Pound, W. H. Auden, and Philip Larkin. Many of his novels concern tra tragic characters struggling against their passions and social circumstances, and they are often set in the semi-fictional region of Wessex. Initially based on the medieval Anglo-Saxon kingdom, Hardy's Wessex eventually came to include the counties of Dorset, Wiltshire, Somerset, Devon, Hampshire, and much of Berkshire. His heart is buried in his native place in Stenford Parish Church, while his ashes are in the Poets' Corner of Westminster Abbey. He was married uh, first to Emma Gitford and second to Florence Dugdale. If you'd like to learn more about him, drop over to Wikipedia and take it from there. Domicilium by Thomas Hardy. It faces west and round the back and sides high beaches, bending, hanging a veil of boughs, and sweep against the roof. Wild honeysucks climb on the walls and seem to sprout a wish, if we may fancy wish of trees and plants, to overtop the apple trees hard by. Red roses, lilacs, variegated box are there in plenty, and such hardy flowers as flourish best untrained. Adjoining these are herbs and esculents, and farther still a field, then cottages with trees, and last the distant hills and sky. Behind the scene is wilder, heath and firs are everywhere that seems to grow and thrive upon the uneven ground. A stunted thorn stands here and there, indeed, and from a pit an oak uprises, springing from a seed dropped by some bird a hundred years ago. Okay, leave it for there for today. Take good care of yourselves. Be nice to the people around you. Take your time in all things. And try and get your mind in sync with your hands and your feet. Sometimes the mind is running away ahead and it trips over itself or twists its hands. And also, don't be too hard on yourself today about wishes you made for 2018. Really, I don't believe in such things. When you get up in the morning, do your best 
and have a plan maybe for to do this and that and be flexible with it. If things change, if something happens, go with it. Tomorrow, hopefully, will be another day. Take care. Enjoy a little bit of Vivaldi here.